Islam. Assalamu alaikum. Hotel. Salam. Salam. I want to welcome everyone to another airing of Conscious Vibes Radio. Of course, I am your host, Ramiel Yobay. And today's subject is going to be one that I hope will bring an end to a lot of um, the bogus, the malicious, and the completely false attempts to tie the Moore's Divine National Movement to the European Sovereign Citizen Movement. We can see that there's a lot of things going on in the media right now that we're going to get into them. But before we jump too far into the subject matter, we want to make uh, the announcements, you know, for the show. Uh, as a reminder, we have the study groups that are going on in the different territories. Uh, you have the study group that's conducted at 4311 Ottawa in Sacramento Territory. And that is every other Saturday. To get on the mailing list or get more information about that, you can simply send me an email to northgatebay at gmail.com. Northgatebay at gmail.com. And of course, for your movies, Bay is spelled B E Y. Northgate Bay at gmail.com. We also have the study class that goes on each, every Thursday at 3100 Telegraph. And the subject matter for those is now the, uh, we're doing a two-month study of the uh, U.S. Constitution, the United, excuse me, the Constitution for the United States of America. So right now we're engaged in that study, Constitution for the United States of America. We also have, actually I say I, um, have been invited to the Sacramento Territory by African Americans for Balanced Health, and that is this coming up Saturday, um, where the lecture discussion will be ancient matriarchal practices um, and how it's been moved into a patriarchal system or usurped by a patriarchal system, the attack on the womb of woman, um, that will be this Sunday, the 24th, at 4311 Attawa. It will start promptly at 3 p.m. and go till 5 p.m. So that's definitely something 
that you uh, want to attend, invite all of the, uh, you know, women that you know about if you're uh, in anywhere of a close proximity to those uh, to that territory. It'll be a great event. Um, be a great event for you to attend. And let me open up some of this information uh, before I jump back into the subject because I was uh, having a couple of issues with my, my computer here. So as I said before, we're going to dive into and hopefully bring a end to these claims. A lot we've been seeing over the last few years a conscientious attempt to link the sovereign citizen, European sovereign citizen movement to the Moore's Divine National Movement. You've had a lot of agents, a lot of agents come and make false claims um, that we as Moors were sovereign citizens and that you start having, you know, these people speaking about using nine, eight numbers and uh, starting these uh, foreign trusts that's built on a few different lies that they want you to tell. Um, you hear about how, you know, the birth certificate identification process um, and some of the things dealing with it. And you hear a bunch of, you know, a bunch of other things that are simply just not tied to the Moore's Divine National Movement. But because some of our people are just so hard-headed, I mean, I've had some of the, um, the craziest things happen when dealing with these issues, I've had people or territories or groups of people that I've personally uh, invested time in, in teaching exactly what I'm about to teach or go into today. And then I've seen them turn around and start using terms such as reclaiming your sovereignty or, you know, these type of things as if we didn't just go over it. Part of the reason that this is so attractive to those who are are still very new in the movement is because all of us, everyone, every one of our people are looking for a way out of this situation. So what a lot of these agents have been trained to do is come in and give you something that appears to be a way out a way for you to break away, a way for you to um, reclaim your uh, aboriginal status through asserting sovereignty. And this is, this is the way that these agents have been try, trained to come at you. And so you'll see them putting up YouTube videos um, speaking about nine, eight numbers, speaking about 
birth certificate authentication, speaking about all those things and tapping into um, certain matters such as your driver's license issue, such as your mortgage, uh, such as liens against you. They'll tap into all these things that are very real and very apparent in a lot of people's lives. And so automatically, that's going to seem to build a bridge where you feel like it's some information that you need to know. Oh, I must need to know this because, you know, um, he's talking about mortgages and he's telling me that if I authenticate my birth certificate and when I authenticate my birth certificate, you know, um, I put it in a trust and then I go start a business in the straw and then I set up an LLC and and, um, then, you know, they can't, uh, place any bonds against me because I am the holder, you know, of my uh, of my birth certificate now, and it's been authenticated, and this is the pipe dream that they're selling you. This is the pipe dream that they're selling you. And because of the ignorance of the people, it's hard for them to be able to see through this facade of what's going on. Again, these things are attached to emotional buttons that you have that are tied to real-life issues that you have. And so, again, it becomes increasingly difficult for the neophyte. And a lot of times, even the learned student to see through that fog because it will get you. I mean, these people are highly trained, skilled at articulating these things in a way that will get you, a way that will seem like it's very beneficial for you. And because of that, again, it becomes difficult to see through it, very, very difficult to see through it. So what we want to do is we're going to take a look at some of the different concepts, and we want to look at what is going on, what is being said, and how these movements are being tied together. Um, And put under a microscope. So I want to go to, let's see here, I'm going to go to the FBI website. And you can go to um, L-E-B, L-E-B dot FBI dot gov forward slash 2011-2011 forward slash September forward slash sovereign dash citizens dash a dash growing dash domestic dash threats 
dash two dash law dash enforcement. If you need that website again, push one and I'll read it again. But we want I want to show you part of what the FBI is saying about the sovereign citizen movement. And we're going to read this entire article uh, because evidently some people still aren't getting it when I'm not reading or other um, teachers are not reading all the information and expecting some people to just study. Everyone evidently is not getting it. So we're going to break this thing down. This is what the FBI is saying about the sovereign citizen movement. It says, sovereign citizens, a growing domestic threat to law enforcement by the FBI's counterterrorism analysis section. It was written September 2011. It reads, this could be dismissed as a nuance, a loose network of individuals living in the United States who call themselves sovereign citizens and believe that the federal, state, and local governments operate illegally. Some of their actions, although quirky or not crimes, the offenses they do commit seem minor, including false, including regularly false license plates, driver's licenses, and even currency. However, a closer look at sovereign citizens more severe crimes from financial scams to impersonating or threatening law enforcement officials give reasons for concern. If someone challenges, e.g., a standard traffic ticket for false license, for false license, stop for false license plates, their ideology, the behavior of those sovereign citizen extremists quickly can escalate to violence. Since 2000, lone offender sovereign citizen extremists have killed six law enforcement officers. In 2010, two Arkansas police officers stopped sovereign citizen extremists, Jerry Kane and 16-year-old and his 16-year-old son, Joseph, during a routine traffic stop on Interstate 40. Joseph Kane jumped out of the vehicle and opened fire with an AK-47 assault rifle, killing both officers. Excuse me. The sovereign citizen threat like, likely will grow as a nationwide movie is fueled by the Internet. The economic downturn and seminars held across the country that spread the ideology and show people how they can tap into funds and eliminate debt through fraudulent methods. As sovereign citizens' numbers grow, so do the chances of contact with law enforcement and thus the risk that incidents will end in violence. Law enforcement and judicial officials must understand the sovereign citizen movement and be able to identify indicators and know how to protect themselves from the group's threatening tactics. Now, I hope you were paying attention uh, to that paragraph. Now, before I elaborate on the paragraph, I'm going to bring in the caller from area code 678, exchange 575. Area code is 678 with the exchange 575, Islam. Islam. Okay. Hi, good morning. Islam. Hello? Yes, yes, yes. 
Hi, it's um, Romeo. This is Sister Tarpeck. One day, the Eagle Territory. Oh, I was just trying good. to get. Hi, good morning. Just um, wanted you to repeat the web address one more time. I I think I got it. I just wanted to make sure I had it correctly. Okay, I will do that. It's um. Thank you. L L E D. Dot FBI. Dot gov. Forward slash 2011, forward slash September, forward slash sovereign dash citizens dash a dash growing dash domestic dash threat dash two to dash law dash enforcement all right so hopefully hopefully uh, everyone else got it with you um, okay thank you so much it's loud. It's loud. all right so I hope mm, you were paying attention to that paragraph. Because notice that every, for the most part, every time they said sovereign citizen, the next word was what? Extremist. So you have to pay attention to how they frame it. Every time they say sovereign citizen, or not every time, but quite a few times in the first couple of paragraphs, the next word is extremist. And then they link this movement with these two individuals back in 2010 that killed um, two agents in Arkansas. And this, again, this is written in 2011. Now, it says ideology and motivation. The FBI considers sovereign citizen extremists as comprising a domestic terrorist movement, which scattered across the United States has existed for decades with well-known members such as Terry Nichols, who helped plan Oklahoma City, Oklahoma bombing. Sovereign citizens do not represent an anarchist group, nor are they a militia, although they sometimes use or buy illegal weapons. Whether they operate as individuals without established leadership and only come together in loosely affiliated groups to train, help each other with paperwork, or socialize and talk about their ideology, they may refer to themselves as constitutionalists or freemen, which is not necessarily a connection to a specific group, but rather an indication that they are free from government control. They follow their own steps of law. While the philosophies and conspiracy theories can vary from person to person, their core beliefs are the same. The government operates outside of its jurisdiction. Because of this belief, they do not recognize federal, state, or local laws, policies, or regulations. One prevalent sovereign citizen theory is the redemption theory, which claims the U.S. government went bankrupt when it abandoned the gold standard basis for currency in 1933 and began using citizens as collateral and trade agreements with foreign governments. 
These beliefs can provide a gateway to illegal activity because such individuals believe the U.S. government does not act in the best interest of the American people. By now seeing themselves as sovereign citizens, they are emancipated from the responsibilities of being a U.S. citizen, including paying taxes, possessing a state driver's license, or obeying the laws. Now, again, pay attention to how they're framing everything. Now they're taking, in this paragraph, they're taking some of the true things that have happened in history and, and, and using them to sound like they're uh, fallacious statements. So that whoever's reading this, whoever reads this, if you don't understand the things that happened in history, you automatically then will associate the people who are speaking about this as extremists, anti-government extremists. Now, they say, they do point out that the sovereign citizen movements are not anarchists, which is interesting if you know what an anarchist is, and that they are not a militia, which is interesting if you know what a militia is. Now, let's go to the part where they speak about the illegal activity. The redemption theory beliefs lead to their most prevalent method to defraud banks, credit institutions, and the U.S. government. The redemption scheme. Sovereign citizens believe that when the U.S. government removes itself from the gold standard, it renders U.S. currency as valueless credit, credit note. Exchanging one credit document, such as a dollar bill, for another. They assert that the U.S. government now uses citizens as collateral, uses Social Security, excuse me, uh, I lost my place there. They assert the U.S. government now uses citizens as collateral, issuing Social Security numbers and birth certificates to register people in trade agreements with other countries. Each citizen has a monetary net worth which they believe is kept in a U.S. Treasury direct account valued from $630 million to more than $3 million. These, doc- these accounts they claim on a third party's name as a straw man that they can access, which they commonly refer to as freeing money from the straw man. In essence, it is extorting money from the U.S. Treasury Department. Sovereign citizens found legitimate IRS, legitimate IRS and Uniform Commercial Code forms for illegitimate purposes, believing that doing so correctly will compel the U.S. Treasury to fill its debts such as credit card debts, taxes, and mortgages. At minimum, these activities create a violent influx of documents that clog the courts and other government agencies. But the idea that the, but the idea behind the redemption theory also leads to sovereign citizens to find criminal resources of income as they travel the country, teach fraudulent tactics to others for a fee, and participate in white-collar crimes. The latter offenses include mail, bank, mortgage, and wire fraud, money laundering, tax violations, and illegal firearm sales and purchases. At seminars, sovereign citizens charge participants a fee in exchange for information on redemption theory schemes and other methods to avoid paying taxes, sometimes even selling materials such as CDs or DVDs. They also sell fraudulent documents, including driver's licenses, passports, diplomatic identification, vehicle registration, concealed firearms permits, law enforcement credentials, 
and insurance forms to other sovereign citizens and illegal immigrants and charge fees for consultant services to prepare sovereign citizen paperwork. Several recent incidents highlight their activities. Listen closely. In Sacramento, California, let me repeat this again. In Sacramento, California, two sovereign citizen extremists were convicted of running a fraudulent insurance scheme operating a company completely outside of state insurance regulatory authorities. The men sold lifetime memberships to customers and promised to pay any incident claims against members. The company collected millions of dollars with paid only small auto insurance claims and ignored large ones. In Kansas City, Missouri, Repeat that place one more time. In Kansas City, Missouri, three sovereign citizen extremists were convicted in a phony diplomatic credential scandal. They charged customers between 450 and 2,000 for a diplomatic identification card that bestowed sovereign status, supposedly to enjoy diplomatic immunity from paying taxes and from stop and arrest by law enforcement. In Las Vegas, four men affiliated with the sovereign citizen extremist movement were arrested by the Nevada Joint Terrorist Task Force and federal money laundering, tax evasion, and weapons charges. The undercover investigation revealed that two other suspects allegedly laundered more than a million dollars in collected fees for their services. One example of a white-collar crime that escalated into a standoff includes a New Hampshire husband and wife convicted of federal income tax evasion, failure to honor federal payroll taxes, and other conspiracy fraud charges. Elaine A. and Edward L. Brown, both sovereign citizen extremists in the 60s, never appeared at the 2007 trial or sentencing. In protest, the Browns barricaded themselves in their home during the summer and fall of 2007, receiving supporters' issuing militant and threatening statements and stockpiling weapons and explosives. They were charged with weapons offenses after their arrest in October 2007 when law enforcement discovered pipe bombs, improvised explosive devices made of gunpowder, cans and nails and screws, taped to the outside of a large cache of handguns and rifles that included 50 caliber rifles. However, even when sovereign citizens go to prison for crimes, they continue criminal activity beyond behind bars. Inmates provide a new population for them to sway to adopt the sovereign citizen ideology. They, can, they then can train these inmates to help them defraud banks, credit institutions, and the U.S. government. They can create fraudulent businesses from inside prison walls and complete fraudulent financial documents to receive lines of credit through legitimate banks. The, lear- the learning system goes both ways. Inmates can teach sovereign citizens new criminal method- methods that they can, be- they can use either from inside the prison or when they are released. Now, you see how they just group all, that, all those things together. They just group all these different things together, such as identification cards, um, 
diplomatic status, um, placing liens and things like that on banks and individuals, creating phony, you know, lines of credit, all these different things um, they group together. And notice how a lot of one of them took place in the Sacramento Territory, one of them took place in the Kansas City, Missouri Territory, one of them took place in, in the uh, Las Vegas, Nevada Territory. So you had to pay attention to those places. Sacramento Territory seems to be one of the hardest territories that um, sometimes seems to let have have a big issue with letting go of this rhetoric of sovereign citizens, maybe because there's been so much infiltration there that people can't get it through their heads to stop using those, those, those terms. But this has been my experience dealing with um, certain individuals from the territory. It's hard because there's been so much, um, so many doctrines passed down there that people can't see through the fog sometimes. Now listen to what they say the indicators are. The indicators, and this is from the FBI website. So the indicators, sovereign citizens often produce documents that contain peculiar or out-of-place language. In some cases, they speak their own language or will write only in certain colors, such as red crayon. Several indicators can help identify these individuals. References to the Bible, the Constitution of the United States, Supreme Court decisions, or treaties with foreign governments. Personal names spelled in capital letters or interspersed with colons, e.g. John Smith or John Colin Smith, or excuse me, yeah, Smith, Colin John. Signatures followed by the words under the rest, Sovereign Living Soul, SLS, or copyright symbol. Personal seal, stamps, or thumbprints in red ink. The words accepted for value. They also carry fraudulent driver's license to indicate their view that law enforcement does not have the authority to stop their vehicle or, or may write no liability accepted above the signature on a driver's license to signify that they do not accept it as a legitimate identification document. Notice how that they tied referencing the Constitution of the United States, referencing Supreme Court decisions, and referencing treaties. Notice how they tied that to being an extremist. We're dealing with framing, how they're framing things on this site. How they frame that. If you mention the Constitution, if you mention the Bible, if you mention the Supreme Court decision, they have framed you as to being a sovereign citizen exchange. Now, mind you, their laymen, their lawyers, quote from those things every day. But if anyone outside 
who may get permission to use those references using it, they're now planting you as an extremist. Now, the reason that understanding this becomes important is because, remember, there are a few things that happened over the past few years. We're dealing with the Rex 84 King Alfred plan. And now, and we're only dealing with this from this, the European sovereign citizen movement issue first. And we're going to get into some other information here shortly. But understand that in, I think it was 2012, is when uh, President Obama signed the signed into law the act that allowed them to arrest anyone on so-called U.S. soil that they think or feel is an extremist or a terrorist. They don't have to have any actual evidence, any actual evidence that you are. But if they think or they feel, then you're able to be arrested and you're able to be detained without anyone even else even knowing where you're at and for an unlimited and undisclosed amount of time. So understanding the framing of what is being said is extremely important. They are calling sovereign citizens a growing domestic threat to law enforcement. This is back in 2011. I'm going to bring in um, Air Code 347, Exchange is 443. Area code three four seven exchange four four three Islam Nilai. Islam Islam family peace and love. This is Sharice L calling from Northwestern Mexico. Islam. <laughs> oh, how you doing? Um, okay. I just wanted to make a quick comment on what you're saying because the things that you're pointing out within these articles that uh the, the false negative propaganda that's being put out there and attaching. Um, our Moorish organizations with it is really to discredit mm-hmm. what uh, is really to discredit the progress that Moors is doing right now because we are doing we're being active and we are doing what we need to do as far as dispensing the correct information to the people and let them understand what nationality and true civics is. Now the way that you are uh, you're, the things that you're pointing out is very important. These words that they want to attribute to um, Moors you know, such a sovereign citizen, straight oxymoron, you know, it's not, there's nothing sovereign within a citizen, you know what I'm saying, a citizen is a, is a creation of, um, of a city, like you're, you're, you're a member of the city, and, and that within the municipal jurisdiction, the administrative municipal jurisdiction, which is under, uh, which is the Roman venue, as a national, you don't deal with anything Roman, you shouldn't even be dealing with none of that, we, like, it's not, it's like at this point, if you don't understand what nationality is and stand on that, 
you done. You know what I'm saying? Because just like you said, all they got to do is think or feel. They don't. They not. They not stand on nothing factual. No kind of fact. Mm-hmm. So if they think mm-hmm. or feel that you belong within that municipal jurisdiction, they will mm-hmm. have their way with you. Which is why it's so mm-hmm. important. It is so critical for everybody to know who they are. The Aboriginal Indigenous people of this soil need to recognize that you are the Al Moroccans, you are, uh, which is contemporarily known as Americans, but we are Al Moroccans, all right? That is that is our nationality. So when people um, come to you as a conscious more, or even, or, you know, you could just still be in your studies or whatever, understand that you're not Black, Negro, Ethiopian, colored, African-American, all of that. When people want to come to you and try to box you into something, just let them know straight for fact that you are an American. Because just by you making that claim, you are taking yourself out of that municipal jurisdiction. You are letting it be known Mm -hmm. that you are a national, you are a Moorish American national, and you understand that you do have rights. You do have a birthright, which ties you back to the land and also also plugs you into national and international law. That's all I wanted mm-hmm. to say for the moment, family. So I just I thank you for having this broadcast at this moment because there needs to be a very clear um, mm-hmm. separation of, mm-hmm. of, of, of the Moors who are being active and trying to awaken our people in regards to nationality and this whole sovereign citizen crap that the modern European uh, pulled, uh, put, put together for their own form of salvation or whatever the case may be. So I, I appreciate you, family. Peace and love to you. Islam, and you know, and any and all of the Moors who are um, under scholarship, right? If you have any information, because I want to make this abundantly clear today, and I do mean abundantly clear of who we are and the difference. I'm going to go into several different things. So any and all Moors, I don't care if we run overtime dealing with this issue, because truthfully, again, I've had it actually happen actually happened where I have taught this information and then went into a lot of things I'm going in today, made it abundantly clear, and then seen people turn around and use sovereignty as a reference to a teaching, a lecture, uh, a document, anything. I've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is because of the emotional pools and ties that these people are using because they know that a lot of our people are underwater, mm-hmm. you know. So the the best thing we can do is make it clear because people need to remove certain things out of their vocabulary and understand Indeed. why and the situation that they keep putting themselves into by using even this terminology and how they're grouping you. You know, I mm-hmm. literally... I literally was kidnapped one time. This happened a few years back. I was kidnapped. And I spoke of never, um, I was uh, kidnapped by the highwaymen. And when I'm sitting there, one of the highwaymen comes up and says, oh, you're one of those constitutionalists, aren't you? See, they tried to frame me that way. Right, right. You see, so this is very real. This is what they're doing. He literally walks by with his smirk. Oh, you're one of those constitutionalists, aren't you? Now, mind you, 
I only stood on national principles. Uh-huh. But this is the framing. So although, you know, we have, unfortunately, a lot of people who want to do as they want to do, which is fine. Do as you want to do. No problem. But when you find yourself under duress, don't call on me, one, and don't call <laughs> on other Moors who've been trying to tell you because I'm going to just leave you alone. I'm going to let you stay out there because mm-hmm. I've already done two dozen shows, three dozen lectures, wrote a few papers on it, and you just decided not to read it. And you wanted to go on mm. listening to listening to people who I keep or other scholars keep trying to tell you when someone says these things, this is what you have to understand. But mm-hmm. people want to be trapped into a belief system, and they want to believe and follow instead of people knowing. blindly. Right, Find, follow people blindly and ignorantly. You know, when the people can't prove their claim, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's. It's no different than someone telling you that they can show you how to do something like, you know, the birth certificate identification, like the, the accept for value um, um, claims, you know, for uh, eradicating deals. But then you see them asking for, for finance to help pay a bill. It's like right. they don't get it. Like, you're asking me to help you pay a bill when you just told me you could show me how to eradicate them. Mm-hmm. And people, mm-hmm. But people still won't get it. They still won't get it. And, I, I mean, these are very true experiences that I have. They still won't get it. Mm-hmm. So, by all wow. means, inter- interrupt me when I'm speaking at any point. Push uh, one. You know, let me know if there's anything but, that you want to read, anybody, including, of course, you, you know, yourself. But we need the information out there because we need people to get it. Wake up. Yes. I just wanted to, uh, before I yield the floor, I just I just wanted to uh, put out, you know, one of the easiest ways, one of the true easiest ways to distinguish certain things is when you look for uh, uh, the contract. With uh, with the organizations that these uh, so-called sovereign citizens put out or whatever. When you look for the contract, when you look for that charter, you find out who the owner is. You find out who who's in operation of that corporation. And just off of it being a corporation, you understand certain things. When you say that you're a more, you're not dealing with a membership of anything. You're not dealing with a club. You're not dealing with something that you need to you need to prescribe to like like you have these these masons and eastern stars out here. When you say you are more matter of fact, when it comes to our pedigree, we are Asiatics. When it comes to our nationality, we are more. And there is a very distinct difference between that and a corporation. Very different. Mm-hmm. One deals with your bloodline, your direct descent mm-hmm. through your mother. Your natural mother, those uh, the, the blood that runs through you, your DNA, your divine being, your essence—that that is what being a more entails. And then you dealing, mm-hmm. and then you dealing with the corporate side, the municipal side, uh, uh, to be specific, and in, in talking about the the U.S.A., the U.S. democracy, corporation, all of that needs to be deciphered. You need to be able to distinguish the two, flesh and blood from paper, 
because really that's what it is at the end of the day. They even be talk, they even still talk about how the United America, you know, territory all that. They don't have no damn territory. They don't. They haven't been paying taxes to us at all for for how many centuries at this point? They owe us. You know what I mean? It's 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 real. They do owe us. So it's not you can't you can't um you can't look at these corporations with for any um as anything other than what it is, which is a corporation. No different than than Nike. No different than Reebok. You know what I'm saying? No different than McDonald's. Mm-hmm. No, no, no damn different. It's all, it's all a damn corporation, and it's falling at this point. When you see Obama and they talking about black president, the only way you, the only people who are president of anything, you are president of a corporation. Once you mm-hmm. hear president, they talking corporation. Like these are certain mm-hmm. things that when you study, it'll just trigger in your head the correct category to put it in. But you gotta do the work. Mm-hmm. You gotta open the book. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, to you gotta prioritize your time mm-hmm. and study. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And don't sit there and think mm-hmm. that oh, you know, I need somebody. I need a study group. No, you don't need nobody but your damn self. Because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, that's the only person you can really rely on. I don't care how in love you are. Because there's other people, you know, I, I get calls all the time where people's like, oh, you know, my mate. They kind of get it. They know they're not Negro, black, color, whatever, but I can't, she's still kind of skeptical or he's skeptical. And it's like, okay, well, you know what? They're going to get weeded out at the end of the day regardless. You stand mm-hmm. on what you need to stand on. Because mm-hmm. it's not like you didn't tell them. It's not like you didn't, you know, love them enough to inform them of what it is that you're on that could, that can save their life. So either they take mm-hmm. the life raft or they sinking. Because at this point, it's, it's hitting a pinnacle. And you can't look back because of feelings. And it sounds harsh, but that's the reality of the situation. That is our people's problem, being so caught up with an emotional reaction to things, holding on to the word black for their life as if that is an identity when it's not. Mm -hmm. It is not. And that is the problem. So, family, I'm going to leave it there. I yield the floor. Once again, I appreciate you. I really honestly do because the work that you have done, I have learned from. And I, you know the stuff that I've gone through with these policy enforcers where family is calling policy enforcers on me trying to put me in the box. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's, it's right. little techniques and stuff that I've learned from you to keep, to keep me on my square and to disregard the emotion that you can get caught up in. It may be your own. It may very well be your it, own that will keep you in the place. So, family, please take heed of the information. I'll give you the floor. There's a lot of them. Truly appreciate you. So, let me see here. I want to go into another part of the FBI website so that we can, again, make this abundantly clear how they're framing it. Because this is this is a framing of some things that you need to catch hold to how they're giving the information to the people. So when they, the U.S.Government, is speaking to the people, they're framing this European sovereign citizen moment a certain way. And again, we're strictly dealing with it from the European sovereign citizen movement side. At this point, 
because then we're going to get into some other things here shortly to show you how they're attaching, trying to attach us to it. So this is what they're saying about the European Saracens movement. This is um, from the uh, article that's 2010 um, from the FBI website, which if you're on the other website I gave earlier, you can find this article also. It says, today we look at a third threat, the sovereign citizen extremist movement. Sovereign citizens are anti-government extremists. I want you to remember that. Sovereign citizens are anti-government extremists who believe that even though they physically reside in this country, they are separate or sovereign from the United States. As a result, they believe they don't have to answer any government authority, including courts, taxing entities, motor vehicle departments, or law enforcement. This causes all kinds of problems and crimes. For example, many sovereign citizens don't pay their taxes. They hold illegal courts and issue warrants for judges and police officers. They clog up the court, tax, court system with frivolous lawsuits and liens against public officials to harass them. And they use fake money orders, personal checks, and the like at government agency-based businesses. That's just the beginning. Pay attention to this. Pay close attention to what they're about to say. Again, this is framing. And this is 2010. This is from 2010. Not every action taken in the name of a sovereign citizen ideology is a crime. But the list of illegal actions committed by these groups sells, sales, C-E-L-L-S, sales, and individuals in extensive and puts them squarely on our radar. We'll read that again. But the list of illegal actions committed by these groups, sales and individual, is extensive and puts them squarely on our radar. So they just told you in that one sentence, if you can read, that when you are putting putting yourself as a sovereign citizen, that you are being watched. Just told you that. Don't don't believe me? Read the sentence. In addition to the above, sovereign citizens commit murder and physical assault. See, I just call sovereign citizens murderers. I mean, in addition. To the above, sovereign citizens commit murder and physical assault, threaten judges, law enforcement professionals, and government personnel, impersonate police officers and diplomats, use fake currency pass, currency passports, license plates, driver's license, and engineer various white-collar scams, including mortgage fraud and so-called redemption schemes. Okay. Do we got it? Do we understand this painted picture? And again, as the Moabite said, sometimes it will be your own. I've heard stories of of people talking to their own donors about nationality. 
and then their own donors, their own kindred, calling the policy enforcers on them for speaking about it. Why? Because this is how they're framing you. So they will have your own turning on you and turning against you. They will have that. This is a very real phenomenon. I've heard a story about it recently where someone's kindred, one of their parents called a policy enforcer, i.e. police, on them because they was talking about their nationality. So you have to understand this framing that's going on and it's putting everybody in the box. So about a year ago, I was asked by the um, Moore Science Temple um, to write an article. Um, I think it's Temple Number One at, uh, from Home Office. Um, asked me to write an article for the Morris God. I'm not sure if they ever published the article or not. I'm not sure. Uh, but it, the article was about this very subject. So I'm going to read you the article. And then we're going to go into what is the Moore's Divine National Movement based on what the prophet said. So we're going to get into the prophet's words, what he said. And, we'll, of course, we'll get into some other things also. So the article says, Moorish Americans no part of the European sovereign citizen movement. Moorish Americans no part of the European sovereign citizen movement. Rooted in miseducation and a lack of knowledge of history, law, codes of civilization is the common misunderstanding that the Moore's Divine National Movement and or Great Seal is connected interchangeably with the European Sovereign Citizen Movement because this has, has been a widely speculated and misunderstood issue which holds great importance to us as Moore's Americans. It is of the utmost importance that we clear it up and understand not only our position but the positions of others in respect to this issue. The European sovereign citizen movement is not a new concept and is one that dates back thousands of years if when understood in its proper context. Because of their own continual enslavement on this planet, the Albion domestics have long searched for independence and sovereignty. Their search begins with their many migrations that resulted in the many wars on a planet between them and the Moabites. It is this thirst for sovereignty blood, and survival that has helped continue the long wars between ancient Moabites and Albion. It is the constant fear of oppression and extinction that pushes their continual quest of world power, i.e. European sovereignty colonization. But it is with this scope we must understand their current push to escape oppression, which has culminated in what is termed the European Sovereign Citizen Movement, the Tea Party, militia groups, etc., the current European sovereign citizen movement takes its concepts from the Posse Comitius, Posse, P-O-S-S-E, Comitius, C-O-M-I-T-A-T-U-S, C-O-M-I-T-A-T-U-S, with 
which merged ideology of the Christian identity movement. And then Pastor Henry Lamont Beach. This movement pushed the ideology that Albion were the original Israelites and the current Jews were the children of Satan. Under this banner of supremacy, they pushed for many of the same fundamental ideals as their brethren, the Ku Klux Klan and the Aryan Brotherhood. Although the difference of fundamental understanding of law is what would set them apart. Posse committees believed that the highest level of government existed in the country, in the county level, and that the sheriff was the highest authority within the law within the country, within the county, and was charged with protecting the rights of the people. If she or he failed at their duties, they could be hung by the people. The symbol of the posse committees movement was, is, the sheriff badge and noose. Most of the ideological teachings of the posse were built on violent oppression to all de facto government authority oppression. This resulted in many altercations with federal and local level officials since their original formation in the 1960s. As before mentioned, this state of affairs with the Albion is not new. It is these same pushes for independence from governments considered tyrannical that led to the Charter of the Forest. Read that, Charter of the Forest. The Magna Carta, the first Barons War, the first Baron, B-A-R-O-N-S, first Barons War, English Civil War, etc. The individual sovereignty of, of the citizen was always the issue. During the time of the Civil War, on these lands of a maxim against the brutish British, the same issue, the same the issue was the same. It was the push for their independence from a government that they deemed tyrannical. Many falsely claimed and conjectured that Great Seal Order and or the Moore's Divine National Movement or offshoots of the European Sovereign Citizen Movement, especially with the specific teaching of Great Seal Order, has the connection been drawn to be similar by many who would wish to discredit and dishonor Great Seal and the Moore's Divine National Movement, as well as Prophet Noble Drew Ali himself. For the erudite scholar, the vast differences are clear and concisely show a difference that is unmistakable. The very essence of the term sovereignty and its application deals with self-government and self-rule without the opinions of another government. This is an excerpt from Black's Law Dictionary, 4th edition, Sovereignty. The supreme, absolute, and uncontrollable power by which an independent state is governed. Supreme political authority, paramount control of the constitution and frame of government and its administration. The self-sufficient source of political power from which all specific political powers are derived. The international independence of a state, combined with the right and the power of regulating its internal affairs without foreign dictation, as a political society or state which is sovereign and independent. The power to do everything in a state without accountability, to make laws, to execute and apply them, to impose and collect taxes and and levy contributions, to make war peace, to form treaties of alliance or of commerce with foreign nations and the like. That is the definition. 
The words of the prophet are clear. There is no such mention of sovereignty and no mention of Moors being separate from the law. Let me read that again. The words of the prophet of our prophet are clear. There is no mention of sovereignty and no mention of Moors being separate from the law. For those who wish to challenge this, let's look at the words of the prophet himself and see what he has said. This is an excerpt from Moore's literature, which we will be getting into even more. I know all true American citizens. I know all true American citizens are identified by national descent names to answer and apply to the free national constitution of the of the free republic of the United States of America, Prophet Noble Ali. The prophet was prepared by the great God Allah to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to the state of mind of their foremothers, divine forefathers, divine and national principles that they will be law abiders and receive their divine rights as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. Prophet Nobudrali. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver, or commerce belong to the citizens alone, and without your national citizenship by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I am hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from true American citizens of the United States of America. Prophet Noah Drew Ali, emphasis smile. As should be seen, the prophet was clear in, in that Moors, Americans, are part of the free national republic. And he called for the enforcement of the Constitution. Graceful order has been and will continue to be heavily involved with the civic teachings of Prophet Nova Ali. But there are clear differences in what, we, what may seem similar to the naked eye, but have clear differences when understanding is developed. In order for there to be true sovereignty on any land, there must exist a birthright tied to it. In order for there to be true sovereignty, on any land, there must be an, there must exist a birthright tied to it. If those who are claiming to be sovereign have no existing birthright, then they have no inherent sovereignty. Colonization does not produce sovereignty. It only produces military occupation, and all of those born in the lineage of the occupying force exist as occupiers themselves, as the ancient ones, Moabites. Moors, Moorish Americans, Asiatics, our birthright directly ties to this land and it is within our natural right, inherent right, to have sovereignty as a people on this land, as a people on this land, as the original grantors and recognizers of the Albion family seeking to escape enslavement in Europe, it is us and only us who, have, who can be sovereign on our land. As Moors, though, we understand that sovereignty is not individual. Try that again. Because I know somebody is listening 
and going to go out and use that word again. So let me read it one more time. As Moors, though, we must understand that sovereignty is not individual. Sovereignty is not individual. That goes against the principles taught to us by the prophets. We are to be, act as, exist as a nation. Somebody let me know if I need to read that again. If if y'all think anybody missed that, let me know, and I will read that again. Black's Law Dictionary, 4th edition, nation. A people, plural, plural. People is plural. Person is singular. People, plural. An aggregation of men existing in the form of an organized rural society, usually inhabiting a distinct portion of the earth, speaking the same language, using the same customs, possessing historic continuity, and distinguished from other like groups by their racial origin and characteristics, and generally, but not necessarily, living under the same government and society. Besides the element of autonomy or self-government, that is the independence of the of the community as a whole from the interference of any foreign powers in its affairs. That is the independence of the community. That is the independence of the community as a whole, community as a whole from the interference of foreign power in its affairs or subjugation to such power. It is further necessary to the constitution of a nation that it should be organized as a general society that is both governing its own members by regular laws and defining and protecting their rights and respecting the rights and duties which attach it to a constituent member of family of nations. The words nation and people are frequently used as synonyms, but there's a great difference between them. A nation is an aggregation of men speaking the same language, having the same customs, and endowed with certain moral qualities which distinguish them from other groups or like nature. It would follow from this definition that a nation is destined to form only one state and that it constitutes one individual whole. So the nation is one individual whole, not the peace person. The article continues, as is clearly seen, people make up a nation and that the sovereignty exists within the nation, not the individual natural person themselves. At the establishment of the Constitution, at the establishment of the Constitution for the United States of America, it was the goal of the Moors and the European sons to establish a Republican form of government that will protect the individual unalienable rights of the people. The rights go back to natural law as well as Muslim customary law that in itself is rooted in the natural happenings of nature and how we as spirit men align ourselves and operate with and within the circumference and harmony of it. The Moore's Divine National Movement is rooted in the enforcement of the Constitution as said by the prophet Noble Drew Ali himself. Great Seal as an organization first started as a club within 
the Moore's Divine National Movement, Moore's Times Temple of America, and has been a leader in teaching the governmental side and principles of nationhood as taught by Prophet Noble Drali himself. Moore's Divine National Movement, Moore's Times Temple of America, Great Seal Order, does not teach separation from the Republican form of government, expressly established in Article 6, Section 2. The United States shall guarantee every state in the Union a Republican form of government and should protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislature or the executive when the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. We are to be people upright and righteous in acts, deeds, and spirits. The prophet prophet demanded that we be law-abiding American citizens. The prophet calls the American Constitution one of the greatest documents of all times. Says, prophet said, inspired by the lofty teachings of the Koran, we have it as the revealed word of God Allah. We shall foster the principles of his teachings among our members. This is our religious privilege as American citizens. Under the laws of one of the greatest documents of all time, the American Constitution, to many of the tenets of the Posse Comitus, European Sovereign Citizen Movement, mimic the teachings of Prophet Noble Dwali. But it is wise for us as Muslims to stay clear of any and all activity related to, to their movement, for it is not for us. This is our home, and we are to stand for the original founding principles of the building of this nation. But in order for us to stand for them, we must also know what they are. Moors have to be diligent studiers of law in all of its forms, understanding the origin and forms that has taken over many centuries. As founding members of the Republic, it is our reality to stand for the original principles of the nation. To understand this will amount to great study, and that has been the goal of Great Seal, to bring all Moors into the understanding of the different transitions that have taken place. In reading a law document, the slightest change in wording can amount to a huge change in meaning, such as for and of. The prophet was very clear in his message, and his use of wording and documentation, once properly understood, leaves very few stones unturned. The message was, is, clear, and needs no interpretation, only understanding of the language used to relay the message. says, let us make clear once again and for all those reading and or wishing to discredit the Moore's Divine National Movement, Moore's Science Temple of America, Great Seal Order, we Moors, Moorish Americans, Asiatics, do not claim to be or not a part of, do not subscribe to the European Sovereign Citizen Extremist Movement. We are American, Americans, the Aboriginal Americans, and only and wish only to uphold the Constitution for the United States of America and its founding principles. We stand for love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, and must be of good moral character and standing. We are to have all no ill intent. We are to have no ill intent nor will towards our fellow man unwarranted. We proceed in peace and do not engage in civil disobedience or terrorism. We proceed in peace and do not engage in civil disobedience or terrorism. Islam, Islam, Islam. 
let it be known, and let it be clear. Now, are there any, any questions about what I just read, any, any uh, comments, please press 1, because if, if it's not clear, what can I do to make it clear? What can I do to make it clear? If it's not clear, what can we do to make it more clear? What is your question about the sovereign citizen movement? Because that ain't us. Now, what they are attempting to do, and they're doing a job, doing a job at it, is they're attempting to tie what happened over the weekend to the Moore's Divine National Movement. And for those who um, don't understand what's going on, it can seem that it is a, there is a tie there. So you really have to stay diligent on what's going on. And recently, Matter of fact, it was uh, Sister Reese who put up this article that I'm about to go through, which actually is why I decided to do the show on this topic. Because this morning I hadn't decided on what we were going to talk about. But I want to read this article because I want everyone to also be clear about what you are doing when you keep being, staying in your ignorance and using these terms like we are sovereign, sovereignty, sovereignness, 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 this is, what you, this is what you're allowing them, this is what you're allowing them to do because no matter how much you're taught that we are not sovereign citizens, you keep wanting to tie us back to the sovereign citizen movement because you are willfully staying ignorant. And because of that willful ignorance and stubbornness, you're creating, you're helping to create an alleyway that ties us back to some BS. You're, you're helping us being tied back to BS. Why? Because you just simply won't listen. Like we keep telling you. But you want to do it your way and so now you put sovereignty as a part of your lecture, sovereignty as a part of your documents, you know, um, everything is sovereignty, sovereignty, sovereignty. Well, we keep telling you, that ain't us. So now you're, you're creating traceable content that ties us to some BS. You're creating traceable content that anybody can go online, Google the Moore's Divine National Movement, Google what's going on in Philadelphia, Google, Google Sacramento Territory, Google Open Territory, and they'll see that some person, some more, was ignorant enough to tie what we're doing to the sovereign citizen movement. Why? Because they don't want to listen. They want to do what they want. So let me, let's read this article. The gunman who killed three Baton Rouge police officers 
Sunday apparently believed most laws did not apply to him because he, he declared himself a sovereignist. Gavin Eugene Long, who went by the name of Cosmo Setupenra, filed documents last year near his Missouri home declaring himself United Washita Diamanda Moore Nation, Midwest Washita Tribes, reported to Kansas City Star. Now, I've never heard of that. And I know, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Alim and them personally. Mm, I had never heard of the Midwest Washita Tribe. I mean, I, I could be ignorant. I've never heard of it. Long, who served five years in the U.S. Marines and about six months in Iraq, posted YouTube videos and social media tips about achieving complete and full masculinity. And he shared the anti-government views of the loosely organized sovereign citizen movement. See how they just tied them together? First, he, he sovereign citizen, Washita, dear Monday, more nation, sovereign citizen movement. It's the framing we're dealing with here. This group believes that they are indigenous to the continent and therefore above all federal, state, and local laws, said Arthur J.J. McNabb, an expert on anti-government extremists and a fellow at George Washington University Center for Cyber and Homeland Security. Those documents show Long's attempt to separate his flesh and body indigenous, indigenous self from his legal entity. He put those anti-government beliefs into action after becoming increasingly angry over the police shootings of unarmed black men, saying the nonviolent protests had accomplished nothing. Sovereign citizens are fairly easy to spot in news reports, even when their affiliation isn't specified. Adherents claim immunity from federal, state, and local laws, citing God's law or common law or constitutional authority. And they frequently use fake driver's licenses issued by the kingdom of heaven or phony Native American tribes and place hand-drawn license plates on their vehicles. Sometimes they carry weapons or threaten others with them, and they often file bogus court documents and act as their own attorney. The sovereign citizen belief system originated about 40 years ago in the deeply racist and anti-Semitic posse-Semitist movement which teaches that the government has authority over, over only these citizens who submit to a contract. It says, see also, Chicago sovereign citizen paper terrorist and her NBA secret, and a science fiction author ponders a sovereign citizen mind. Posse Comitius movement also teaches that black Americans were made citizens by the 14th Amendment and were therefore bound under permanent contract to the U.S. government. Never seen that in their teachings. But the idea that the tax and criminal laws can be notified by individuals who exploit certain loopholes or, or encamp the correct words in the proper order proved irresistible to some black Americans, just like their white counterparts. These people really seem to feel that filing certain kinds of paperwork, legal papers, that are connected to their theories will somehow also magically have the power to alter relationships and grant things that otherwise would be unattainable says Michael Berker, a retired Syracuse University political professor. The anti-black, anti-black sovereign citizen movement teachings turned out to be highly adapted. 
adaptable to the black nationalist teachers. Now, okay, let me slow down on this. I'll read this in the end. The anti-black sovereign citizen movement teachings turned out to be highly adaptable to the black nationalist. I'll read that again. To the highly adaptable to the black nationalist teachings of Prophet of Noble Drew Ali, who founded the exclusively black Moore Science Temple of America in this early 20th century. Didn't know Prophet Noble Drew Ali founded a black organization. I never knew that. If there's any more who know of Prophet Noble Drew Ali found, founding a black organization, please push one and let me know. He taught that black Moors never knew Prophet Noble Drew Ali taught black Moors. I never knew that. Had been America's original inhabitants, so they were entitled to self-governing status as a nation within the nation, giving them rights that predate the Constitution just as sovereign citizens believe. The Nation of Islam arose from the Moore Science Temple movement after the death of Noble Drali, which splintered the organization. The current leader of the Moore Science Temple says sovereign citizen adherents rep- misrepresent the religious group's teachings. We do not follow sovereignty, says Brother R. Jones Bay, Grand Sheik of the Moore Science Temple. The prophet never talked about that. Our organization has been misunderstood by people who see the value of our religion but don't want to conform. They are not members of our organization. More sovereign citizens, more sovereign citizens often cite, I've never heard of a more more sovereign citizen. Never heard of that before. Often cite treaties signed more than 200 years ago between the U.S. and Barbary Coast states. A retired judge who studies history in his time away from the bench said there is no said were no longer valid. The treaties were the nation, were with nations that existed independently for a short period of time, and any treaty was totally abrogated by subsequent events initiated by the Barbary states. Said retired judge Robert McClad, who served on the bench for 17 years in New Jersey. I simply rattled that off to them, and they looked at me blankly, took off their robes and feathers, and went back to their birth names and pled guilty. Interesting, because in Cairo, President Barack Obama said that those treaties were still intact. Interesting. Interesting. New Jersey is a hotbed. New Jersey is a hotbed of more sovereign citizen activity including a man who was ordered to stand trial in 2014 on a variety of charges despite his plans to be Crown Emperor L. Bay, Big Bay, Big D. A recent study found that law enforcement agencies consider sovereign citizens to be the top terrorist threat in their communities. Although some adherents of the loosely organized movement have been involved, like Long, in violent confrontations with law enforcement or community members, federal authorities say they more typically commit acts of paper terrorism. Sovereign citizens might file dozens of bogus court documents written in non-sensational language that claim exemption to the law and government authority. And Moorish adherents often use exotic-sounding pseudonyms in the attempt to avoid legal responsibilities. 
They've also been implicated in real estate scams such as filing phony paperwork and squatting in homes until property owners can force them out through costly court battles. More sovereign citizens, like their white counterparts, frequently file false liens, which must be accepted in, in many states without judgment of validity, validity against public officials and others as a form of harassment. The practice has become so commonplace that the National Association of Secretaries of the State Relief urged state officials to find ways to speed up the removal of liens and increase penalties for fines and thousands. Sovereign citizens are increasingly drawn from a variety of backgrounds of uh, a variety of regions. The ideology, the ideology originated during the foreign foreclosure crisis in the 1970s, and many new adherents have been similarly motivated by experiences during the recent foreclosure crisis. More recent converts would be attempted to claim for themselves some of the privileges enjoyed by corporations and super-wealthy individuals who avoid taxes and other responsibilities through one weird trick or another. Most sovereign citizens are drawn from the ranks, and ranks of right-wing extremists while have, have come out of the back-to-the-earth homesteaders movement or even Hollywood, such as Wesley Stipes, whose tax filings made clear he believed the IRS was an illegitimate authority. I'm not going to read the rest of this. I'm not going to even um, go through the rest of it. Because the truth is, you can read it for yourself. You can, you can read that for yourself. What you need to do is stop being lazy and get in your books. It should be apparently clear, apparently clear of what's going on. They have painted what's happened in Baton Rouge as a part of the Moore's Divine National Movement. They have painted or attempted to paint the Moore's Divine National Movement with the Sovereign Citizen Movement. They have attempted to paint our prophet as a black extremist. They've attempted to paint our prophet as a black extremist who founded a black group. And it is through the use, the willful, ignorant use of these terms that you, those who continue to use these terms, are allowing them to find alleyways to do it. They can go to Google, pull up evidence, because we have some who have willfully, even after being taught not to do it, made flyers, videos, calling us sovereign, sovereign citizens. And they know better. I know some of the people know better because they've spoken with me personally. And there may be a few people out here who can say that 
citizens, citizens of America, America, continent, got it, got it, that we stand for the free national republic, republic, republican form of government, constitution, got it, got it, got it. So stop using that. Stop using that rhetoric. Stop creating an alleyway that allows us to be pinned into some nonsense. Stop. Stop listening to these people trying to tell you to go create a 9-8 number and that bogus crap. Stop. Stop listening to these people trying to tell you that going through some birth certificate identification process is the end-all, be-all, and putting your birth certificate inside of a trust and you being uh, um, the certificate holder, they can't... um, uh, create a bond against you. When the truth is, is that they've already said that even if they feel, think, smell that that you are a threat, that you can be arrested. Now I don't know how it's hard for people to understand that we on our land are under occupation. So what that means to those who have not thought wide enough in this scope is that there is nothing that you can file, nothing that can stop them from arresting you if they choose to arrest you. They don't need a bond. They don't need, no. That's going to work sometimes in lower issues. But if these people want to take your butt to Guantanamo Bay, they can take you and they ain't issuing no bond after that. There's no bond on Saddam Hussein. There's no bond that was created for Saddam Hussein. Okay, there was no bond process that was created to levy finances from the uh, stock market when they took Saddam Hussein into Guantanamo Bay. That didn't happen. Okay, that did not happen. So although I understand some of the things, some of the rhetoric that people are trying to put out there, you have to think past go. You have to think think past the start line so that these people can't trap you. The sovereignty exists within the people. If you think that the, the, the birth certificate and authentication process, is, if that's the end all be all, then you're a fool. You're a fool and you've been allowed to be caught up in some foolery. There's a process that all nations go through. There's a way that all nations develop and become recognized. There's nothing you can do as an individual. There's just nothing you can do. Just You, you can't do anything as an individual. not in the way that people are thinking that you can do something. So there's a lot to be learned and understood in dealing with this. Slow down and stop creating this alleyway. Because now you can see that they've even painted the profit and started some black nationalist organization. And so we have to be protectors of our life. We have to do that. 
stop allowing them to do the foolery. I think I just seen someone press one. Uh, let me hit it. And if, I, if you didn't, you didn't, just let me know. As well, so did you push it again? Indeed, I did. I just have a quick commentary what you just stated, Sammy. Um, okay. In which you say you can't do anything uh, as an individual. Internet, nationally, internationally, no, you can't do nothing as an individual. When you're dealing with corporations, you know, uh, personal contracts and things of that such, yes, you can you operate um, individually. However, when you're dealing with national, international matters such as such as this, which calls for, for national and international law to be enacted and enforced and executed, we need to stand together as a nation. And it's, it's, um, it's, this is why all of these false flags and, and, and negative propaganda is being pushed out because they want to continue the division that they've been doing for how many centuries at this point from, from before the Spanish Inquisition. You know, so um, I just wanted to put put that quick commentary in there. Like, yes, you can you can do things individually, but this is a collective matter, and you can only be Indeed. a part of that collective if you declare your nationality. Islam. Mm-hmm. Islam. Islam. True indeed. When we're looking at what is being done here, the nation, the body of individuals, the body of individuals which makes a collective group, which now becomes a people, is how the work is done. The work is not, is not done one individual as the lone head of his own sovereign nation. That's not a nation. The prophet lay down national principles. We have to understand that. But importantly, we have to stop creating this alleyway for them to implement. We do everything we can to step aside from that. That ain't our thing. So you stop you have to stop giving these people these YouTube guys light, these these traveling lecturers light that are teaching this sovereign citizen crap. You have to stop giving them, giving them the green light to teach that nonsense. And so many times in so many different places we're seeing people falling prey and victim to that, and these people are asking, oh, give me 300 notes, give me 3,000 notes. And people are doing it because our people are hungry and they're desperate. But desperation breeds miscalculation. And that's what we're seeing all around. Not only did they paint what happened in Baton Rouge as an ambush, which it wasn't, because the ambush is implying that purposefully that there was a uh, calculated steps taken to um, kill these agents and that was not the case. When you do the history of what happened, that wasn't the case. The eyewitnesses say that wasn't the case. That the brother from Kansas City, 
They got into it with another individual. Somebody called the policy enforcement agents, and when they got there, they ended up getting into an altercation, and that resulted in those people losing their lives. But they painted it as a quote-unquote black extremist ambush, which wasn't what happened at all. So we have to not only buy into not buy into that propaganda, but we have to continue to study to learn and know exactly how what steps we are to take. So pay attention to these narratives, because right now what they're trying to do is create a conflict to greet, to get tempers boiling, to bring everybody out of the bushes. And some people are going to get caught up because they're not studying. They're just not studying. They're not paying enough attention. So we're going to close out. And we will be back next week again, this coming up Sunday on the 24th. I will be at 4311 Atua from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., with the lecture, the principles of the ancient matriarchy um, and the subsequent rise of the patriarchal system, the attack on the womb of the uh, Moabite woman. Um, so we'll be getting deep into into that. Please make it for um, it's being put on by African Americans for Balanced Health. And you can go to aabh.net. Uh, for more information, I think it's five notes if you are a non-member and it's free if you are a member of AABH, which is a group situated in Sacramento territory. Um, do appreciate them bringing me down. And from from here, we will sign out, and I will see you uh, or speak with you next Monday. Same time, same station. Peace and love.